Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411. Today, we are sharing our chat with Dan White, the actor who played Elijah. Okay, I just never want to hear you yell at me about this interview, not talking that much, because you (laughs) are totally on geek level with him. So I was not in the conversation. I'm sorry. Because I just don't go there the way that you do. Did we even talk about General Hospital? There was like a slight little (laughs) flip, but that's okay. It was just so cute to see you geeking out together and hear his enthusiasm for your random knowledge that (laughs) I did not know. I still can't believe I said some of the things I did. (laughs) But he knows my favorite movie and like nobody does. So Mm -hmm. that made me really excited. But I mean, we've shared it before. We don't necessarily want to be, I mean, you can read and there's nothing wrong with them, but we want to get to know the story. We want to get to know them and... I think that we definitely succeeded. Yes. So we're really not going to talk about much more. Enjoy our chat with Dan and we will be back. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. How are you feeling today? All right. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Shannon. Hi, Shannon. And Amanda, pleasure to meet you all. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming I'm really on. looking forward to, I was actually just thinking about it. I think he might be one of our first villains that we've talked to. Yes. I think we've always talked to the nice guys. <laughs> oh, well, glad to hear that. Let's <laughs> talk to any. <laughs> well, no, we talked to Brad and Brad's kind of villainish. He had some redeeming call- qualities. Well, so does so. Elijah. Really? <laughs> you don't, you don't have to tell me about those. Oh, I'm <laughs> stepping right into it today. <laughs> we could do, we don't just talk about General Hospital. We want to get to know you as a person too, and you know, know what you've been up to, and Great. you know, I know you're filming a lot right now too. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have um, had some great opportunities. Like I, I did, a, I just did uh, an upcoming show, American Auto, uh, that's on it, that's coming out on NBC. It's a comedy about the auto industry. And uh, in Detroit, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, and I just did. I just wrapped on a film that I can't really talk too much about. But it's funny. I, I played an FBI agent on American Auto, and I worked with some FBI folks on this other film. So I so it, it's like I'm, I'm I'm on the other side of the law uh, when I'm not playing a lot. You know, I played a lot of cops too. Yeah. <laughs> like like you know before before the shady real estate developer i i literally had people coming up to me on the street asking me was i police <laughs> so, i could see that just like uh, the well because you were in law and order 
the Menendez brothers one, you played OJ. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that definitely well, was not copping that one. <laughs> no, but that at least was not the main focus of that story. And so, like, that's right. football player. So, like, you have, like, a wide range that you cover. Thank you. Yeah, I try. I try. Yeah. because well, So we just interviewed um, Hudson West, who plays, one, he's, like, one of the younger kids on the show. Mm-hmm. And, well, what, he's 14? Yeah. Well, he played in the American Crime Story. Okay about oj simpson and i was like oh my gosh they were on the same one i was like no no no, you were on the law and order one not the you were on the he was on the menendez brother one yeah that one's messed up watch that (laughs) yeah i mean it's a trip because i I live in um i live in the valley um and i i've taught at at csun or tsu northridge uh where you know which was largely one of the epicenters of that earthquake and Mm -hmm. uh that the, the Van Nuys courthouse is not far from that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of history there um, as well. And a lot of things, a lot of things shot there. And it, it's, it's really an interesting space over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. So what's it, what was it like doing stories like that? Because he's only, he's our age. He's an hour, he's an <laughs> <Okay>. hour <laughs> bubble. She's a little bit older than me, but you're in our range. So what was it like doing, I mean, I, I don't know how long you really, you know, shot the Menendez, that like, you know, your part on the Menendez mm-hmm. and everything, but like, what was it like to be part of a story that, because it's funny, we talk about these things. So when we talked with um, Hudson about the OJ Simpson, he's like, yeah, I think I had heard of it. And I'm like, it consumed our lives growing yes. up. You know, I mean, it. what was it like to kind of just be part of something like that, knowing that you knew about it so much yeah. growing up? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, OJ Simpson, just as, as, as a, as a, uh, as a black person in America, OJ Simpson has meant so many different things. Um, you know, I, I remember, I mean, I, Roots, Roots was a little bit before me in mm-hmm. terms of being able to watch it, but I, re- I remember that, um, I did a report on it in, in, um, like in high school and it was, the preview was like, and, and John Amos, and all these actors, and then and then it said, and O.J. Simpson. You know, anytime they do and and a person at the end, it's like it's a spe- oh wow, there it is. Like so, it was yeah. it was really it, like you know, it was a trip to see this person go from someone who was you know like love, you know, first black person to have a major uh, a major campaign with Hertz. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have my cat was my cat was in my lap. <laughs> That's well, cookie. So I just Join us a, sometime. I just finished a voiceover session, and she was all up in the mix. So <laughs> I, I, I'm Pebbles is my cat's name. What's your cat's name? Cookie. She's our third host. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. So, pe- yeah, you might, Pebbles might make a cameo and, okay. and, we'll, and it'll say, and Pebbles, like, okay. <laughs> uh, but, but, um, yeah, it, so it was, it was interesting to see that and then go through that trial and be like, oh, that ain't the same dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. and so, and then to, and I saw him in person at, um, a family member's funeral several years afterwards. And it was it was interesting. It it, it was just like that the presence, it was like, whoa. Um and so then when I had to go study it, I'm listening to him. It was him talking about how um he and Nicole planned their shopping at Christmas. And it just it was just very um I mean, it was just, just very, very much a, a, a family conversation. You know, like you talk about, you talk, well, yeah, we, so, you know, they, they, they pick the gifts and then I go pick them up. And, and then knowing what happened, it's just like, wow. So it was to, to suspend all of, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I, I really empathize with what uh, being an impartial juror must look like, right? Because you put aside everything else and you try to just go, Based upon these these various, the scene in that was um, he was in jail next to Lyle Menendez, and basically everybody's just like you know um, like can I have an autograph and the, the you know even and so he's he's operating from this he still thinks he's this revered person he's still acting like oh I'm just I'm just I'm I'm famous OJ and and everybody just falls over 
And so to operate from that place of delusion really took having to step out, really step away from everything, you know, we know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is, I, I think is, is a, is a fine acting um, lesson. You know what I mean? Because if we're to, if we're to play the, portray these characters in a, in, in a way that's not completely one dimensional, um, we have to find, you know, we have to find those moments that aren't, what everybody thinks or how we proceed you know what i'm saying so yeah i mean and when we when, when we get back to elijah that we can talk about how that came there too but um cert- certainly um that was an interesting challenge that i did not expect like i like literally just going back i mean just hearing him talk about what how he and nicole bought christmas gifts and knowing what happened you know what i mean so it was a, uh, it was a. Uh, a very much a learning experience in many ways. That's, I, I love hearing about that yes. stuff, like the background, because I mean, you know, he was in the Naked Gun movies and right. he was actually, so he, and as you were saying it, I realized that there's a second person. My all-time favorite movie is called Back to the Beach. It's Frankie Avalon. Frankie and Avalon and I remember, yeah. <gasps> you know it! <laughs> love you. Um, <laughs> nobody knows it. But he makes a cameo at the very beginning because he's running through the LA, LAX and he's jumping over the suitcases and the son is like, mom, mom, look, look. And then he falls and he's like, oh, that must not have been him. You know, but that was like at the height of OJ. Well, Lori Loughlin was in it too. Oh, snap. It, yeah. And now I'm like, man, what's going on with my movie? Um, yeah, you ever watch, you watch the new Space Jam and here I, I have been fly, told like... not to. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 I mean, no, just, just, just when you watch the old, because when I watched the new one, because I have a seven-year-old, so we watched, so we got ready to watch the new one, but of course we had to watch the old one. Yep. And first song came on was, I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah. Knowing what we know now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I, it, it's, it's really a trip to revisit some of the things you love. And have to look at them through that different lens. I, I used to, when I was a kid, because I, I was a running back in, in high school and college. Okay. So I used to enjoy running through the airport and, and doing that like I saw that in that commercial. I know exactly what you mean. But go, so he fell and in the movie. And then what? Yep. And it was, so the kid was like, mom, mom, look, look. And she was like, what, honey? And he fell over mm-hmm. the, and so obviously it was not him because he fell. You know, okay. so, but that was it. Oh, and then Frankie Avalon stamps, Frankie Avalon stepped on his hand and he's like, oops, sorry. And that was it. Oh, wow. But, oh yeah, I forgot about Space Jam and R. Kelly. Man, why are we ruining our childhood? Uh, yeah, my bad. I, my bad. No. I, I told you to just let that, I let that occur to you later, but yeah. No, I mean, that's absolutely accurate though. You know, it's, yeah. there's things that we grew up with loving that now we're finding out we could have an entire show about how the eighties and nineties are being ruined right yeah, now. Not, yeah. They had, they had a, they had a, a, a meme and it was like, it was like Felicia Rashad and my Rashad get married. And then their groomsmen were like OJ and Bill Cosby. And it said worst groomsmen ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. 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 Oh. oh man. Anyway. All right. Well, on to bigger and better things. So. You start now that I just totally geeked out on the 80s and 90s. Yes, you were so cute. I just <laughs> like how oh, hey, you keep get. it coming, sister, because that's what I <laughs> 80s and 90s. She's the queen <laughs> of trivia. So anything that you want to talk about that relates to the 80s or 90s, she's seen it or she knows who's saying it or whatever. And I don't. So we have interesting conversations <laughs> where she yells at me, I can't believe you don't know that. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I now I have don't. your fiance on my side. So mm-hmm. you're screwed. I am screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Back to like normal questions. What made you get into acting? Um, okay, so two ways. I, it evidently I, I've always said it when I was well, not like since before I can remember. So that, that's that is the 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 actual truth, right? Um, I you know Ruby D and Ossie Davis. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, I mean, they were like the Will and Jada of of black cinema for decades. Ruby D uh, was nominated for the Oscar in 90, I mean, I'm sorry, in 2007, playing Denzel's mom in American Gangster. But the W.C. Handy story was one of the first films. And that was from like 1956 starring Nat King Cole. 
Okay. Um, Ruby D and Ossie Davis walked up on my dad and myself in Central Park when I was like three and asked me to be in commercials. And my dad said no. And it must have made an impression because I always I, I had been saying I've been saying I want to be an actor since then, um, according to the adults. Now, my my first like professional audition um, was 19. It was a long time ago. Uh, I was in it was summer of seventh grade and I was a show on uh, Christian Broadcast Network uh, called Big Brother Jake. And it was um, Jake Steinfeld. Um, who was the, if you ever see him coming to America, yes, and yes, Murphy yes. Gets on, he gets off the airport and he walks in front of the cab and he says, halt. And, um, Jake Seinfeld gets out and he says something that's very not Christian broadcast network, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, and so long, long story short, that was, that was when I first wanted, when I first, like when I was like 12, like I did a school play and I was like, and then they had some films and I was a movie called toy soldiers. Um, that I almost got when I was in when I was 12 years old. And that was with Sean Astin, Lou Gossett Jr. Um, and it was about this kid that went to a boarding school. Uh, this boarding school got uh, taken over by hijacked by terrorists. And I went to a very similar boarding school uh, called St. Albans in Washington, D.C. And it's where a lot of the politicians like Al Gore went there, like Dan Quayle's son Ben was there, uh, who later was in Congress and uh, Jesse Jackson Jr. A lot of these folks were there um, when I was there. So I, I had, a, I, it was just like St. Albans, this thing. And I came very close and I really wanted to do it after that. And I played football and I played uh, black belt in Taekwondo when I got into sports. And that was through high school and college. And then I came out here to CalArts, uh, which is, you know, one of the premier drama schools, started as an animation program. Um, I said long story shorter, but it's still long. But that we're going to have a bunch of questions about that too. So just keep going. Okay, okay cool. So, but anyway, I, so that so after like I, I was a journalism major in college, and um, I went to a job fair, and I was it was for broadcasting, like radio, and did things, and I just did not. I had a typo on my resume. Now, if you know me, typos make me very upset, right? Viscerally so, and I I just didn't care. And I said, and I went home and I told my mom, I'm like, yo, mom. And I I don't know if I said, yo, mom, but I was like, you know, that was the spirit that I had. I'm like, you know, I'm graduating with this major, but I'm I'm not feeling it. And she said, there's something you're not telling yourself. And I said, I want to be an actor. And I was afraid that I was afraid to go for it because it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's scary. And, um, but I realized, and that, that was when I really said I wanted to really go for it, uh, when I was like uh, a senior in college, I said, you know, I, I'm not going to have a backup plan. I'm going to go for it and I'm going to go to school for it. And I'm going to really put all my eggs, have enough confidence in myself to put all my eggs in my basket. That was a very scary decision. I've had flashes of it for, for many years. Right. But to make the decision for it to be what I want to do for the rest of my life came at, as a senior in college. Wow. Yeah. So. My son just went to college for animation. Oh, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to be like, so. But, What's your but, um, so, yeah. so animation. Very cool. What's he, what, in what sense? He's, so he wants to do arts and animation. He's going to Edinburgh. Which, um, we're in Pittsburgh, so it's only about two hours away. Okay. He's always hand drawn. He hasn't done anything computer wise yet. And. I think that's his biggest holdup because he's like, well, I don't know these computer programs. I'm like, yes, you're going to have to learn those, but you still have to know how to do it by hand and everything. But he's also been into robotics. He's also into like all these things. And part of me is like, I, we say we're going to see his name at the end of the credits one day, like with Pixar or something. And there's just something in me that I'm like, I feel like he's going to, he's probably still going to do it because the kid's been drawing nonstop since he picked up a pencil, but it's not too often that you hear someone else having gone to school for that. So that's why I was like, oh. it's nice to to hear, you know, a success story come from it. I mean, obviously there's thousands of them because we have how many cartoons, but you know, it's, it's a tough industry to be in. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, first and foremost, I, I just, um, I just give you your props as a mom, Shannon, uh, because, you know, to, to raise a, an artist is a scary thing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, certainty is not one of the selling points of, of a career in art. And like, so, and it has to be something that's in you. 
and you yeah. have to really, you really have to have faith and, and faith in yourself and the job that you've done to know that it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot, so like yeah. I have two business degrees and uh, I'm, I'm now in real estate. So we can talk about your disgrace to that profession in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a lot of, there was, yeah. I brought in some. Yeah, I can't wait. For like, having, with, with the technical, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. I can't remember the exact, but I'm like, that is not how that works. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since we're in Pennsylvania. So that's where Nixon yeah. is. And I'm like, that's not how it's done in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, but I told him, because like, I went through layoffs, you know, and that's just yeah. where the economy wound up bringing us. My undergrad was in marketing and I graduated before social media. So. Oh so, yeah, like, different different scenario with marketing now. With exactly. I said, I'm now. like, honey, I'm like, my degree was completely irrelevant within five years of my graduating because of the technology and the changes. I was like, so you just have to be able to adapt and stuff like that and know when and also just follow just because you have a dream, like what you said, you played football, you had a black mm-hmm. belt and all that in high school. So you were but you were also in plays. So you were still kind yeah. of dipping in both. But you know, oh, that, came, that came to a halt in college. Okay, mind was going. <laughs> you instantly light up whenever he said. It's where is where his joy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Passionate. and don't be scared to change it. You know, like you wind mm-hmm. up. I never in a million years would have guessed that I'd be sitting on a couch with one of my best friends talking about General Hospital for almost three years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, doing yeah. a podcast. No, you can't be scared of the changes. So that's right. That's absolutely true. Um, yeah, you know, for him to have so much so much proficiency in so many different areas is, is a testament to you uh to to to, to the parents and um and i, I just want yeah that's uh, that's really a wonderful thing and if, if that's what he wants that's his joy that's that's where his happiness is gonna be like i i tried to act like i was gonna quit maybe about 11 years ago like i i i hadn't been in class and i hadn't i had worked but i hadn't had a show in a long time mm-hmm. um and i went to a master acting class and I did not feel like I was a master at all. And I literally went behind. There was a kookaroo. This is how long ago it was. That and it was it was we were on a break. We went to lunch. I went behind the dumpster at kookaroo and I started crying. I said, I, "There's gonna I, for me to get back to where I can get back to where I, I can start working again. I'm gonna have to do so much work." And I said, "Is is it the time for me to let this go? I just I, I don't care how much money I made doing anything else. I just wouldn't be happy." Yep. Um, and, and part of me would, part of me would die if I quit. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, and that, that is, and and that's how, that's how artists, that's how, that's, I mean, I, I really see that with artists. Like, yeah, we'll take, we'll take the lumps, we'll take the L's. Um, but you know, the reward is not only, not only is the reward, the trappings of being on TV or film or what have you, of course, the, you know, there's that, but there's, there's a, there's, um, there's a, a, a joy in life that I only have when I am performing. Mm-hmm. It's like you when it's like if 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 um if a if a you know musician really nails a piece mm-hmm. and they can like somebody sits down at the piano and they close their eyes and they play the whole song and then it's like I'm doing um you know when I'm doing general hospital or if i'm doing shakespeare or what have you like when you nail it when you feel like you really got it and you really play and have fun there's Mm -hmm. just no other i mean there's just no nothing like it um to an to an actor and um i'm just i'm thankful that i that i found something that gives me hi (laughs) (laughs) cookie say hi to dan (laughs) cookie uh i i just i'm just very very thankful um, very grateful that that I have something that 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 I can work on that gives me that that reward. So you said that your parents weren't really so, well. I mean, obviously you were three, so I I get that. <laughs> but how did they become supportive? The one thing that I have told him, I'm like, you know, and I even I say it to you all the time. I say it to other people. I'm like, I don't understand ninety percent of what he's telling me. I'm like, but you're exactly right. Seeing him talk about it, I'm just like you know, it melts your heart. How did your parents best support you through school and then changing? Like you said, you had that conversation with your mom, Mm -hmm. you know, how do they still support you? You know, 
how did they support you in that change and everything and through building your career? Yeah. I mean, it, it just with, I mean, first of all, just showing up, you know, that's such a huge part of it. Um, I was, I was raised by, so my, my mom remarried. So I was raised by my stepfather who I don't ever use the word stepfather. He's my dad, you know, um, but I was raised by them. Um, and they, they just had to see that I could do it. I played the plant in a little shop. Okay. I, think was, I think that was a big turning point. Um, I'm sure my mom says that when I first, I didn't know he could sing until I saw him as, as you know, one of the leads in this play. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, my, my voice kind of, my voice changed because I, I, my voice was very, very, very high. Like I sound like I used to be, you know, the, you know, you're an eighties person. So, you know, El DeBarge and them, like, you know, my voice used to be high like that. And okay. then when I was 12, it, it got pretty much close to where it is now. Um, so coming into that, when I put those two things, when I put that, those things together, I, I I got out of drama school and I booked the 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 job. I booked the I, I sang the theme song and I did the two season break for what was the number one show on MTV for like five years. Um, there's a show called Pimp My Ride. I was I I read everyone's EM, IMDb's and I wanted to talk about that because I missed that show. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I it was it was a great show. I miss it too. Yeah, but my, the, the point of all that is they were supportive and then. They were supportive and then they became more supportive and they became more supportive because there were these milestones that were like, oh, oh, you can do that. Oh, you can do that. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? But but again, I, I, the conversation with my mom and she, she, you know, she's always saying, well, I wasn't a stage mom. But my parents are both physicians. Um, so, you know, they weren't they weren't really gung ho about it, but they never tried to dissuade me from it. Um but then, you know, the harder I worked and said, hey, look, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, they, they just came on more and more and more on board, you know. And um, one, I think one of the biggest rewards of General Hospital is the fact that uh, my parents had such joy about it. And they, but they said, and it wasn't, you know, they said, oh, we're not surprised it happened and, and that was great. But then they said, but you've been working so hard for so long. Mm-hmm. So that was really one of the big, biggest rewards of it because I have, and I don't be telling people, oh, I was in, I like, I went to drama school and I was in acting class. For, I've been in acting class for 18 years. I, I don't tell people that because it's just what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like when you, when you, it, it's a good, it's, I really appreciated that. And I think that was one of the, like recently, that was one of the biggest rewards support wise for my folks. It's just like, oh, like, well, yeah. This is this is what you want. And this is what you've dedicated your life to, and and they're proud that I that I was that that I did that. You know, so they've always been supportive. But I mean, I, like those are some of the different ways being being there, encouraging me to, to to go for it, encouraging me not to quit, being happy that you know, being happy and taking pride in hard work. Those are the things that you that you always love. Those are the gifts that you always appreciate from your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've just been taking notes cause I, 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 you know, we have a seven year old daughter and, um, I just try to encourage her in every way I can, you know, and just love on her and let her know, Hey, you know, go for it. You can do whatever you want to do. So, yeah. My husband's technically my kid's stepdad and Amanda's fiance will be her. So, but we say the same thing. We're like, we don't really use the phrase step because it's just my kids were, well, we've been married now for 10 years. We've been together for 12. So they used to just call him bonus dad, nice. you know, and it's because they still see their dad, but it, that's who he is to them. And yeah. I'm not going to correct that. You know, it's like, no, that's who that is to him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I could, I saw that. I saw that look between y'all. And so I, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I thought you were going to say when you finally, or like when you um, got on general hospital that your parents were going to say, Oh, you're finally a doctor. Or why aren't you a doctor? <laughs> oh, that's what, no, they did. Say, they did say that, that, but that was on Young and the Restless. Gotcha. I played doctor on Young and the Restless uh, for like a day, <laughs> uh, which, which, which was awesome. I'm not, I'm not, I, I was very grateful for that credit um, and everything like that. But it was, it was, we, we did have that moment. We did have that joke. Yeah. Um, Has your daughter said anything about acting? Um, yes, she, she, um, in terms of like, uh, does she want to do it or like her thoughts on it or what? All of it. (laughs) Um, you know, she likes to, uh, she actually has joined me on stage. 
Yeah, well, I I I <laughs> I sang at the I sang at, at the jazz club here, uh, the Tellos, uh, which is in in like Studio City area, and um, we we had that where like, Robert Blake went to dinner. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You be know, yo, you be knowing things. <laughs> he told you. She knows the most random that's stuff. Where, that's where Robert Blake and Bonnie Lee Blakely had their last meal. Yeah. That, and yeah, he left yeah, his gun in the booth so that he didn't kill her. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's no, a whole other. It is. It is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's it's an it's an iconic spot. Um, yes. As, as yeah. So she performed with me when I when I performed there. Um, she oh. she came up and sang. It was fun. Um, so she said she wants to sing, and we're just cool. Um, and I I want her to. Uh, I mean, she's in second grade, so we'll see what happens. But she she says she wants to do it um, and everything. So I'm I'm not gonna I, I'm I'm just gonna you know I got a couple of things I want to do with her first, and then we'll get it going. So yeah. What did you sing? Uh, we sang "Outstanding" by the Gap Band. <laughs> I don't know that song. Okay, it's it's a dope. I'll song. have to look it up. It's yeah, it's, uh, but uh, yeah, that's very so, gutsy and seven. Yeah. She, she was five at the time too. Oh my gosh! This is pre. This is pre-COVID. Yeah, it was. Uh, before they should. Yeah. That's before they learn that they should be scared, right? Oh, she was scared. Yeah, she was scared. No, because I, I remember. I remember. I was because I, I do it a little. This little piece where I, you know, I said, "Is there somebody in the audience that wants to sing with me?" And I looked over at her, and I mean, she is clinging to her mom like that. And I'm like. And I, I did it. I didn't do it that obviously, just like I did it now. But like I, I, I did it, I did it covertly. Mm-hmm. And I looked again. I, I came back. I was singing over here, and then and I looked back, and she was gone. I was like, "Oh, she's coming!" And then I saw them bringing her up on stage. And I'm like, "All right, here we go." So yeah, it was something. Um, she's she's a she's a uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful child. Like I, way way more courageous. Way more outgoing, way stronger than I was, and I, I it's just like I, you know, I don't want to be corny, but like if if they'd given me a list of things, qualities I wanted my daughter or my child, period, to have, um, she really just embodies all of them, and I'm just uh, so blessed. We're so blessed. Oh, she sounds special. She is. She's in school I love, right now. Yeah, I love when dads brag about their daughters. It's, it's so cute. Yeah. So yeah. What else? Go ahead. <laughs> So how did you get to General Hospital? Uh, okay. It took 18 years. <laughs> it did. I ain't lying. It took 18 years. Had you so, so auditioned I, before? I got many times. Okay. That's why it took 18 years. It was the fifth time that I was up for a major role. Oh, why did you, you keep what? going I'm back? Lying. I'm lying. It was four. The first one was all my children. Oh, okay. It was, it was, no, 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 not all my children. One life to live. It's okay. Yeah. They're all coming to general hospital anyways. All right. So check it. So it was, okay. I got out of school. I had an audition. I got out of school. I graduated. No, I hadn't even read. I was graduating Saturday. I got an audition for one life to live Wednesday for a contract role. Mark Teshner, who's still casting, who cast me this time. He was like, come back Friday. I didn't get it. And then a couple of years later, they had a, a recurrent on General Hospital. I mean, a contract General Hospital. I had four auditions for that. Four auditions for that role. And then and they, and when I went into the last one, there was five of us. And it was, we were all built exactly the same and just united colors of Benetton. It was like there was somebody representing all everybody. Okay. And then they didn't go with any of us, and they went with an older dude. So what year was that? That was 2007. Then 2010, another time. I'm not going to go through all five auditions. I want to know, who you, <laughs> do you know who you were auditioning for? Like who? I, 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 I don't. I don't. Like part of actor survival is forgetting. Yeah. You know yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there was that one. And then there was another one. Um, a few years later okay, and didn't get that one. And this, all of these were like three, four auditions. So it's like, you know, you do the first one. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. The second one. Okay, cool. The third one is like, all right, 
Yeah. They ain't, they, but it's only not but so many people left, only a couple people. And then so it's 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 you know, it's hard when you don't get it. You know what I mean? Um and then then COVID. And then um this one came about, and this was only supposed to be for two episodes. Um and what happened, I ended up going in, uh, not going in, self-tape. So, jeez, it was, uh, but self, like, and I had never booked off a self-tape. Well, maybe a long time ago, but I don't remember. But, like, the point is, I, I went in and did the self-tape. It was just one audition, and the audition was due Thursday. I, we got it Tuesday. I turned it in Wednesday. I forgot about it. And then um, I got a message on that weekend saying, all right, this is, here's some information. I got an email from my agent and she was like, yo, you're back. And I was like, huh? And she's like, you're, you booked it. And so it was one, only one audition via self-tape. And it was, it was, it, I feel like the universe like came back and said, all right, I know you went through it here. You just have one and you don't have to go back because the nerves go up each time when you go back too. So I didn't have to deal with all that. I just went, taped it, and um, they said, "All right, it's two episodes, maybe more." My uh, my acting coach's name is her. Her name is Gloria Gifford, and um, she actually she she's had an incredible Broadway film television career. So she's done all this stuff, and she did a bunch of soaps back in New York back in the day. And she's a big General Hospital fan, so she knew the tone. So I coached on that audition, booked it. We got two episodes. And then every week they just kept on calling. Can we hold two dates next week? Can we hold three dates next week? And it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And um, that was that was the process uh, to get there. And it was it was just it was just wonderful because like uh, you know I I remember driving onto that lot, Prospect Studios in Silver Lake, and I like for the first several times I just had to like remind myself I could, that I could relax because I'm not I wasn't. I'm here for work. I ain't here to audition this time. I'm like, I'm here to get this work. Now I'm worried about the lines, but, uh, you know, I it's still like, you know, we can talk about that. The line, the, the line situation is, you know, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's certainly a challenge and it, it really separates the varsity from the JV in terms of, um, in terms of being an actor, because you still have auditions too, but you get, 20, 30 pages. And, and it's just like, I liken it. I'm like, it, the, what, there's any number of actors who could nail it, right? But that number starts to dwindle when it becomes how quickly can you nail it? So it's like, you know, when you get married, um, Amanda, you, you, you said you're getting married, right? Mm-hmm. So say your piano player drops out the day before and you need somebody to play uh, you you gonna hire a professional, and a professional is not gonna say, "Well, you know, I gotta look at this for a couple of days. I need like a week, and then I can play the wedding march, and then we'll be fine." Like right. you know, like no, I need you to play it right now. So I think that's what separates the professionals from you know the almost professionals in this field. And, I, and that's this has been a great opportunity to find out. I mean, I'm not to find out, but to know that I could perform at that level. You know. That's a really good analogy because we hear it all the time, you know, how quickly they have to memorize new material at the end of the day for the next day, you know, and yeah. it's, that's a lot to remember. And I would imagine, I mean, people that have been around, so like one of your scene partners was Maurice Bernard, you mm-hmm. know, he knows his character inside and out, you know, but sure. what was that like going, was he, who was your first scene partner? Was it, it was Phyllis uh, and Lenny? Scene, first? first scene partner uh, were, were Joyce Guy and Riff Hutton, um, yeah. Phyllis and Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um Second scene part, second scene partners, Maurice. So I, I, we taped we taped those two episodes um, back to back, which was a trip because the call time was six a.m. I was done at like ten forty-five. I didn't even know what to do with myself. I'm like, wait, we're done? Like, yeah. and that was the pacing, which we can talk about. I mean, with, I'm I'm quite sure I'm not the first person to talk about pacing of a soap opera, but it's it's you know we rolled and it was it was it was great. It was great. Lisa Lisa Booth. Uh, so it was Lisa and Mark. Um, mm-hmm. The cast directors, Lisa Booth and Mark Teshner. And Lisa was like, going to be working with these wonderful actors, Joyce Guy, Riff Hutton. And then, and then that's exactly right. And it turned out Joyce went to Hampton University. I did it, and I grew up in Hampton, okay. um, like from sixth grade to college. And so she knew people my mom knew. <laughs> uh, it was like, it was, it was really small world. And then my, my singing coach, and they, they, they're really good friends. And so I felt at home immediately. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was just it was just great. And the riff, riff was great too. And it was uh, we stepped right in and we rolled. You know, and it, so that familiarity helped because the character, you know, the, the, the characters knew each other and had a history. So that was great. And then and then with Maurice, um, you know, he's playing Mike. He wasn't playing Sonny, yeah. which probably worked in my favor because, you know, Sonny, everybody's known Sonny for decades. Right. And that's not who I was dealing with. So, you know, had Elijah come at Sonny the way he came in Mike, he probably wouldn't have been on in 19 episodes because he probably been dead. Right. But um, so it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, I, I really got an opportunity, got to play. And then there was one scene where we blew up and we were about to come to blows. That was completely improv. We had, it was only two lines. It was like, I, you know, I know something about you. What do you know about me? And uh, then Phyllis was there. So it was like, um, he was like, all right, I'm going to come at you. I'm going to, because he was behind the bar. And he decided, and so we were blocking the scene. He came around and got directly up in my face. He said, "All right, I'm going to go a little sunny on you. When I go sunny on you, things go bad." I was like, "Oh, all right." And <laughs> so then, um, was it Fido? I think Fido was directing that day, and Fido was like, um, "He's like, and go right back at him." And I said, "Okay." And so he got up and it, like, so it was like, you know, I, I my taekwondo, and then I, I boxed for 20 years, and so. And, and especially in boxing, when, when somebody comes into no man's land, somebody starts closing distance. It's like, oh, what, what a minute. And so when he came around the bar, I was like, what? Are you what, are you coming toward me right now? And that just kicked in and it just built, 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 built. And it was, it was fantastic. And he, I felt comfortable playing with him. And I could tell that he enjoyed the back and forth as well. And he must have really trusted you to yeah, like to... Yeah do that i mean i i don't know but i would just think especially having his history you know and he must have really trusted you to play off of him like that that it was going to work out yes look who came to say hello hi pebbles oh hi does pebbles have a voice too cookie has a voice i talked i have a cookie voice like cookie (laughs) cookie (laughs) I voiced over. No, 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 no. I'm trying. No, no, no. no, no. That's not a look. That's not a look of judgment. That's a look of. Let me think about that. Because you kind of just did. You were like, I, you know, I was like, I, I, I do a little, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess that. Yeah. yeah. It is. Cookie you, does yeah. voiceovers around the house. I narrate. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, back I like. To, I like. To I like to do that. I like to do that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's uh, it's, no, I, no, it's funny that you mentioned that. I, no, because I, 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 I sometimes I'll put food down. So if it's not pate and it's soft, it, it just doesn't work. So, oh. so sometimes, sometimes I'll be, I'll put the food down, and then I'll hear Morgan Freeman's voice and be like, "And Dan, watch Pebbles not eat a daggone thing." <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, Cookie's technically my daughter's cat, so okay. I, like, if her food is running low, I'm like, "Mommy, did you feed me?" <laughs> nice. So, okay, we can get back to Dwight. <laughs> y'all, y'all didn't tell me this is gonna be so much fun. I didn't know. Oh, well, we try. <laughs> you know, we, and you succeed. Thank you. <laughs> we like to get the story no one else is gonna get. We okay. don't care about the drama. We want to know what your pet boy. Is. <laughs> exactly. But how right. many people interviewed his cat? Okay. So we no. got the best interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you did a lot with Nina too, you know, Cynthia Watros. And then, I mean, you have a lot of potential to come back. You know, it's. Yeah, my dad. No. Yeah, Even I'm... if you were, you could still come back. Right. Exactly. A couple of times. I could have a, and, and it's funny because people are like, oh, you could have an evil twin. No, I would have been an evil twin. I could have a good twin. You know? <laughs> well, and then like, what happens? What are your thoughts about Elijah? Like, what what do you think could happen in his future? Do you know that Lenny died? Yeah, I, I wanted. I wanted. I was hoping they'd bring me back so I could apologize. Aww. Oh, you should at least get like a, or you could at least get the note in prison and have that be like your redemptive story starting. You know, where you're like, oh man, I really messed up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, though, playing villain was fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, 
I don't see them changing the storyline like that. He's going to come out of prison being more of a jerk. I'm in jail. I'm in jail with a major ax to grind. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, is it, I mean, it could be so, it could, could be so many different. I still don't know who we still don't know who I was working for. Right. Well, and that's I, what and I was I, thinking. I'm like, what if you actually know who Sonny is, but you just didn't put the face, you didn't know the face. That's what I'm, that, that's, that's what I was saying. I was like, what if, I was actually there doing all that for Sonny, but Sonny didn't know because he lost his memory. What if I actually was working for Sonny the whole time? Mm-hmm. And you were just working through like some intermediary, so you didn't know you were. I never, yeah, I didn't know the boss. I didn't know who I was working for. I just knew who. Yeah, I mean, it's totally possible. Um, Anything's yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, like, um, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can. Let me see if I can pull this up. Um, I so here's why it's fun playing a villain. Because I get to like make these faces that you only get to make on soap operas. What am I talking about? I get to be like, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of fun for me. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to show you something. Hang on. I make those faces with my kids all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> why, why do you keep on knowing what I'm about to say? Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Now she knows what's coming. <laughs> okay. All right. So explain now. to us what you just showed us in the video for the listeners. Okay. All right. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. So that is for those of you who are not seeing the foolishness, I just showed these wonderful ladies. Um, I, I like, so I was saying, I enjoy going from a like really big smile to uh, like it's the two drama faces so you come from a big smile and then you look real mad so i produced a video of my child doing the exact same thing as a baby um and and i guess the shade <laughs> runs in the family so <laughs> she's got uh, it down <laughs> oh you're better watch out she's gonna get that even worse when she's a teenager oh yeah oh lord don't remind uh yeah I'm, sorry enjoy I'm, it now you know, we <laughs> now just, it's cute we just go to sky zone and we jump and and we play roblox and that's where we're gonna be for a while oh uh, we love sky zone we have one here too mm-hmm. sky zone is a gem yeah oh you don't have anyone that plays roblox no oh geez you're so lucky you don't waste money on robux all the time so i know that we have a time schedule to keep to um so we don't want to keep you but uh i don't know your information for where people can look you up find you do stuff you want to promote anything yes uh so uh american auto watch that it's on nbc is that gonna Uh, be like a series or is it just like a limited series it's it's a series I'm, i'm i'm just i'm just appearing on it um in the beginning um and then i have a film coming out but i can't say it just yet Okay. Um, and yeah, so I, I'll, I'll, but I, if y'all will have me back, I can tell, I can announce it. Would that be absolutely? Cool? Yes. Very cool. I don't feel like we covered enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we can totally come, but like, I would like to cover more. The, uh, my, I'm at that Dan White on Instagram at T H A T D A N W H I T E. Well, thank you so much for your time. This was a yes. blast. <laughs> oh, as Shannon, Amanda, I had so much fun. I really appreciate y'all. Um, and we certainly covered a, a, a wonderful gamut of topics. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again so much for your time. And we'll definitely talk again soon. Yes. Thank That's you. fantastic. Thank you, ladies. Have a great right. day. You okay. too. Bye. 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 I know that we say it all the time, but honest, I think I've laughed the most during this interview. My favorite part was the look on his face, trying to come up with the answer to you about, <laughs> does your cat have a voice? Because you could see he understood that his brain was still like, wait, what? <laughs> so that was my favorite. I mean, when I enjoyed all of it. Yes, yes. And when I, Cookie says hi to you, I... Yes, I yes, yes Shannon over. does. Every cookie. time I walk in, I say hi, Cookie, and Shannon responds with, hi, Amanda. So it's very cute. But <laughs> that was my favorite just because you, you could see on his face he got it, but his brain was still like what this question does not make sense so favorite was correlating that he had this beautiful moment with his daughter and i ruined it by saying oh isn't that where robert blake had dinner right before his wife died (laughs) i mean that that was robert blake's alibi was that he left his gun in the booth and was going back to get it therefore he could not have been the one to shoot her 
absolutely because his gun was in the booth yep i got this restaurant there you go but it was so but i love the fact that he was still able to bounce back and share the story with us. oh yeah we were all over the place and he was still spot on oh it was that was so much fun okay so we need elijah back we still didn't really get to talk about general (laughs) hospital no the story of how he got on general hospital and the persistence to get there that was sweet i like that me too me too and just like hearing about how his parents supported him and how many different because i mean i'm sorry stereotypically you know the football jock athlete taekwondo black belt right is not encouraged to go into acting right and we didn't even get into his singing right things You know, and then I think that it really helps that he's about our age. So, of course, we're talking about Space Jams and Pit My Ride and stuff like that. Because that was an awesome. Did you ever watch Pit My Ride on MTV? I did. Wasn't that a great show? That was a great show. I saw that on his IMDb and I'm like, oh, we are going to talk about this. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's he's a great guy. So we can't wait to have Dan back and share. I mean. Who knows what we'll share next time? Because this was not planned. We might talk about that movie that he was talking about. Who knows? Right. But definitely check him out. You know, um, I don't even know. I mean, he's been in a lot of different things and he's a great guy. So he's absolutely nothing like Elijah, which is very good. Very, very good. We, we don't want to interview Elijah. Well, I kind of do. Cause we didn't talk about that still. Although I kind of said basically everything you did was illegal. Right. Yeah. That's not how real estate works, but okay. <laughs> He wasn't really caring so much about the up and up with that either, though. So that's okay. Maybe not everything, but, you know, whatever. (sighs) Okay. So that was fun. Um, Join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pure 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.